0: It's up, you guys? Stephen Emilhausen here, U.S. content combat sports editor for the Zone News, and the host of the Walkway to Fight Club. It is Sunday morning. It's seven thirty-nine here in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm sipping on some Starbucks. Got my muffin. Got my sandwich. I'm going to be heading out here in about an hour and a half. Head back home to the Shy. See my beautiful wife. My handsome boys. So I'm ready to get back home It's been a hell level a week. And I just want to thank everyone, man. I was just looking at the numbers here right before I hit the record button. And ha, Jesus. A great night. everyone. Thank you to everyone listening to the Canelo Alvarez, Caleb Plant preview show, the interview with David Benavidez. Don't forget, guys, it's simple. If you are getting late to the train, it's simple. Just hit the subscribe button. Type in Walkway to Fight Club, and boom, there you go. Great review, download, and subscribe. But what a night it was at the MGM Grand Garden Arena, Las Vegas, Nevada. Canelo Alvarez did what he does best, and he showed why he is pound for pound the best fighter in the world today. Stopping Caleb Plant in the 11th round to become the undisputed super middleweight champion of the world. In front of a sold-out crowd, 16,586. I did I get a gate number? I was trying to get a gate number, and I have not been able to get one, so hopefully I will get one sometime today, but no, major kudos it was a great promotion. Now, I, I, I want to take that back. The fans made it a great night. You know, they all got to come out. You know, you look at, I remember watching because I didn't go to the show. When Canelo fought Billy Joe Saunders, and you felt it then, you know, it was like, it was the first mega event in boxing since the pandemic. And you looked at that and you look at what we saw with Manny Pacquiao, Udonis Ugas, and then we saw last month with Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. The fans helped make the experience memorable. Yeah, the fighters are doing the work. But it's the fans who are more instrumental than we give in the media, give it credit for, and you know, and you see all the yahoos on uh, social media. But it was a big event. You felt like it was a big event. It was a very poor old Canelo crowd. Beyond Caleb Plant's family and his team, no one in that building was rooting for Caleb Plant. And it's not a knock on Caleb Plant, but that was – if we're just being honest about it. And Caleb Plant had one narrow way to win. And he didn't do it. You know, I thought early on he was looking good with the jab. I even gave him the first round. I'm like, okay, the jab's working. He's keeping Canelo at bay. But we got to remember, you, you just watch Canelo. He's just gathering. Your okay, you can pop me with that jab. It's not as hard as you think it is. But, okay, I'm going to walk through it. And he just kept walking through it and walking through it. And it wasn't nip. I had it. Going And to me, the deciding factor, I thought, was after the fifth round. From the sixth round on, it was all Canelo. You know, it it got to the point where he wasn't respecting the power. Caleb Plant started to get a little bit tired. And you can notice when, and I noticed this a lot, the only only time Canelo Alvarez really didn't sit down, the only time he sat down were in the ninth and the tenth rounds. the rest of that fight, Canelo Alvarez is standing in between rounds. Caleb Plant is sitting. Yeah, it's kind of a gamesmanship type of thing, but it also showed where Canelo's cardio was at. He got to the later rounds, he started to get a little tired, but he found that other gear where Caleb Plant really wasn't able to find that. And Caleb Plant just doesn't didn't have the punching power. There was nothing he brought to the table. He landed, I thought, a good right hand in the fifth. And it was very, very telling. Because it was like, that was the shot that woke Canelo up. And Canelo's like, ah, shit. I gave Caleb Plant the first and the fifth. I remember that very vividly now. And it was that shot where Canelo's like, okay, I'm going to get you out of here. And he just systematically kept breaking him down. And he wasn't it was the same right hand left the left digging the left into the body and he does it so precisely the footwork was better than what you know people give him credit for he rarely threw a jab and think about that he didn't really have to throw a jab which i thought was just so breathtaking and while I'm like man he didn't even have to really throw a jab <laughs> you just marvel at stuff like that you really do. And that's a testament to Canelo Alvarez. But you, you, you watch, and it's like, you, you're watching Picasso. Because he makes it look so easy in there. Yeah, he's putting in the work, don't get me wrong. But that's a testament to him. That's a testament to Eddie and Chapo Reynoso. You have to give those guys a ton of credit. He's been with them since day one. They see it, they knew it right away, and, and I thought it was very telling that he knew when it was time to close the show. And everyone had it like 7th to 8th, I had it 7th, I thought he'd stop him in the 7th, it took a little longer, as Caleb Plant stopped, I, I don't want to take too much away, I mean, Caleb lost and Caleb got exposed. Caleb Plant's got a lot to work on, he's got to work on his upper body. He's got to get a little more power. I think he needs, there's some stuff The Plant needs to work on. And we'll get more into that in a minute. But it was, when it was time to close the show, Canelo knew when to close it. And if people forget, the 11th round was when he also knocked out Sergey Kovalev. So it's not like Canelo doesn't get to the late rounds and he just coasts. He's still looking to finish. And he was looking to finish because, as I said earlier, he wasn't looking to jab. And then when it was time to close, the show got closed. And, you know, it was a beautiful finish, punctuated by right to the body. It was this boom, Caleb Plank got sent down, the fight got waved, Russell Moore waved it off, and then the crowd. This is the pro, pro, pro Canelo crowd. And we got a new – I'm sipping my coffee here. Sorry about that, guys. Ice caramel macchiato. We got a new undisputed, the first ever in the four belt era, an undisputed super middle champion. The first Mexican born fighter to become an undisputed champion. The crowd just went. Good Lord. It was a sight to see. You know, full disclosure, I am half Mexican. So, you know, I personally, it's a hell of a moment to see, to see that. Because you know he came from tough times, and, and you know my family growing up, you know went through hard times. You know my grandfather in Mexico, and so I can not to that level, but I, I can appreciate the hustle and the grind, and to watch him. He's only thirty one. Let's think about that for a second. He's thirty one. This isn't where he's 34, 35, and he's right smack dab in the middle of his prime, and, and that's in its own right unbelievable. Real quickly about Caleb Plant, I thought Caleb Plant was very gracious in defeat. You know, him and Canelo had a really good chat, which was really good to see. Just you know, yeah, it's promotion of the fight, and I get it. You know, you're, you're selling a fight. You know, you gotta got hype it. You gotta sell pay-per-views. Um. But a very, it was very good to see see that. And, and I thought it was really cool. I, was, I watched a video on Twitter and Canelo, like you saw Canelo, plant him in the back and he's shaking hands. and wishing congratulations. And that's just pure class. These fighters should be taking notes. I mean, all these guys that bark and claim that they're the best and, and that's for a different time. He handles it with such class. And that's a testament to Canelo Alvarez. But, you know, like I said, Caleb Plant got exposed. And you know, hopefully Caleb understands what he's now got to work on. You know, because there's, there's guys coming. Whether it's Jamal Charlo. Whether it's David Benavides, Whoever is going to be that next... That next crop you don't know, whether it is Jamal Charlo, whether it is Benavides, whether, it, you know, you really gotta, Demetri Sanjari, you know, there's some guys here that are going to give Canelo some problems and, you know, hopefully Caleb takes some much need rest. It's a long camp and we'll see him in 2022, but what, you know, everyone's now wondering what's next for Canelo Alvarez and, you know, the world is Canelo's oyster at this point. And, you know, I, I'm, I was getting asked this question in the hallway when I was grabbing breakfast because I, and people know who I am, for some stupid reason, you people know who I am, which is still kind of a humble brag, but which is really cool. And he's talking to like different media people in the media center last night after Canelo was done talking. It's one of those things to where, what's next? What is next for boxing's pound for pound king? What is next for the undisputed super middleweight champion? He was non committal at the press conference, rightfully so. You know, was, hey, you got to think about four fights in 11 months. Callum Smith, Avani Gilderium, Billy Joe Saunders, punctuated by what we saw on Saturday night with Caleb Plant. Name me a guy who's doing that. And I ain't. It ain't Jamal Charlo, it's not David Benavides. it's not Caleb Plant, it's not Javante Davis, it's not Oleksandr Usyk, it's not Anthony Joshua, it's not Tyson Fury. It's not Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence. He's willing to fight three, four times a year. He loves boxing. Yeah, the money's great but you can see the pure joy he has for the sport, where I don't see that with all these guys. I don't. But what is next? You know, he said he's... The only thing he would commit to is he'll be fighting in May, Cinco de Mayo weekend. Which he... If anyone deserves a lot of time off, it is Canelo Alvarez. So, he said he's going to talk with the team near the end of January, and then they're going to go from there. But, say if he stays at 68... We got David Benavides, which is a the fight if you from the hardcore boxing fan, that is the fight. Now I know there's a lot of people out there about Jamal Turner. I don't see it, and this isn't a knock on Turner. Don't get me wrong, but you, you just look down his resume who is he really? Especially when you, get, when, you, when you got the middleweight. It's like, okay, who have you fought? You fought a faded down Derevyanchenko, a battered Derevyanchenko coming off a war of the, for the ages against Gennady Golovkin in October 2019. You didn't get the best Sergei Derevyanchenko. The best Sergei Derevyanchenko was October 2019 in Madison Square Garden. You know, so it's, to me, man, if I'm ranking, it's to me, it's still Gennady Golovkin. Canelo was more open to it this week. He's been more open to it. They were, before the pandemic, and there were rumblings that they were both on course for this fight to happen last September, but they just couldn't because of the pandemic that you couldn't get fans in. And a fight like that needs fans. Now fans are here and they're full in real force. And it's looking like Gennady Golovkin will be fighting December, either December 28th or December 29th on the zone in in Japan against Ryoto Murata. I don't even know if that's going to happen in Japan. You, you got to look at the situation right now in Japan, with fans, and their quarantine situation. And know why just don't do to fight in the United States? That's a good fight to bring to Vegas. And then you're going to get the Asia market. You're going to sell. You know, I think that's not like the worst idea. You don't have to. You can put it at the MGM Grand and sell 11, 12,000 tickets. I really do. Um, But mainstream, that's the fight. It's still, (laughs) shockingly, it's still the fight. And I think if I'm Canelo Alvarez, and the fact Canelo said May 5th. Yeah, that's Canelo's weekend, but Canelo wants a big fight on May 5th. It's got to be Golovkin. It's got to be Gennady Golovkin or David Benavides. Those are two big fights. I need to see something. And And this is where I, you know, and I get the PBC universe gets all upset, but this is the honest to God truth. And this is shown to be true. I will, and I said this to people last night in and around boxing. PBC does a great job building these guys up, the Wilders and the Charlos and the Tank Davises, and you're putting them in there against B, C, B minus, C plus, C minus, D quality opposition to look like wrecking balls, to look like the machine, the wrecking ball machines. But when you put them in there, and this has been, and this is getting more and more proven, Look at Wilder Fury. Look at what we saw with Canelo Alvarez and Caleb Plant. You got to put him in there with quality guys. Who did Caleb Plant face to get to this point? He faced nobody. You got, there's no one like Canelo Alvarez, let's be honest. But you got to face some top, a top, at least one top-level guy that can prepare you, somewhat prepare you for this moment. That doesn't happen. Like that's why I love that's why I'm so intrigued by Terrence Crawford and Sean Porter. Crawford's had some decent tests. But now you're stepping up. Sean Porter's a dog. Crawford faced the top guys at 140. He hasn't faced those top guys at 147, but it's not a, He's trying. He's trying. And it's not due to a lack of effort in the part of Terrence Crawford. But the way I'd rank it right now, it would be Gennady Golovkin, David Benavides, Artur Betterbeev, the unified uh, light heavyweight champion, Jamal Charlo, and then Dmitry Beagle. And then, and I hate doing it to Boo Boo Andrade, because I would love to see Canelo Alvarez and Boo Boo Andrade. I really, really do. And that's, I, I'm really intrigued to see what Demetrius Andrade does. And I'm talking to Demetrius Andre later this week. So we'll see how that goes. But we'll see what he thinks. But, you know, you can't complain about that. And I've seen a lot of betting circles already putting <laughs> just to what Canelo said last night, I have a feeling we're going to see. I have a feeling Cinco de Mayo weekend 2022 Canelo Alvarez Canadi Golovkin will be standing your house from each other. I really, really do. But enough of me, Badlin. I want to thank you guys so much. You know, man, you, you guys showed out reading all my stuff this past week from the grounds here in Vegas. My stuff with David Benavidez, Canelo Alvarez, Caleb Pl- Team Plant. Man, it's it's tiring. <laughs> my stuff with I haven't even watched the full UFC show yet. You know, stuff with Colby Covington, Rose Namajunas. Thank you guys for just reading all my stuff this week. Oh my God, I am tired. It's been a whirlwind. I've been all over the place in Vegas. I, 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 I love long for this shit. This is why I do what I do. You know, this grind is rough. It's tough. You know, and... Um, makes me appreciate the things you normally, you appreciate, but you keep, you don't think about it as much. And I think about it as much and I appreciate my wife, who's a freaking saint. And that's the whole part of this too. You've got to have someone that understands your goals and your dreams on what you want to do for your family. This is for my family. This isn't, this is so my family can eat and, and they're eating, <laughs> they're eating, they're eating good. These days, so I'm going to thank, thank her, and thank all you guys for reading, following the live and all my new followers on Twitter, at smulhausenjr, that's S-M-U-E-H-L-H-A-U-S-E-N-J-R. Thank you all the new followers. Got a good little uptick there in the old Twitter. Follow, same thing on Instagram, at smulhausenjr, S-M-U-E-H-L-H-A-U-S-E-N. Thank you guys so much for that. It means a lot, so much. It's greatly appreciated. The hits keep on coming. I am, after this, you're not hearing from me until Wednesday. <laughs> I am off the rest of the day today, and I need it. I'm tired. It's been a long week. Even I've been here since the only Wednesday, I didn't come in on Tuesday. But, and then I'm back out the following week, Crawford, Porter, I'll be back here in Las Vegas, Mandalay Bay, Michelob Ultra Arena, at the Mandalay, Mandalay Bay. In Las Vegas. So I'll be there. And then I'll be back here beginning of December. Jojo Diaz-Devin Haney. For the WBC Lightweight title. And then two weeks after that, the week before Christmas, I will be in Tampa. Jake Paul, Tommy Fury. It looks like Darren Williams is fighting. And they ain't something. Frank Gordon. That's what they keep hearing. I want to thank you guys so much. This week we got some good stuff coming. We've got Jaime Munguia. as he will be taking on Gabe Rosado this coming Saturday. Think about that; it's already in six days. I am so looking forward to that fight from the Honda, from the almost sold out Honda Center in Anaheim, California. You can catch that exclusively on DAZN worldwide, excluding Mexico. Along with Jaime Munguia, I'll be talking to Gabe Rosado talk, talk talking to Gabe on this coming Tuesday, so it's the only thing I'm doing between <laughs> doing now and Wednesday. Is I'm going to have a good chat with Gabe Rosado. Always good to talk to Gabe. Really looking forward to that. That fight's going to be awesome. And then I got some good little stuff, art, a couple of the good articles this week. I, I think about who I just think about who I talked to this week. I talked to T. Fimo Lopez. I talked to Eddie Hearn, Devin Haney. Got a lot of good – Jojo Diaz. Got some good articles coming this week to the Zone News, guys. Oh, my God. We got Josh Taylor, the undisputed junior welterweight champion. So some good – a lot of good stuff cracking this week. Thank you guys so much. It's really appreciated. I'm going to go rest for a couple days, hang out with my kids, my wife. I'm tired. I need a nap. (laughs) But I will see you guys on Wednesday. Don't forget, follow the Walk Away to Fight Club. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. Google Play, all your favorite podcasting platforms. It's simple, guys. Just hit that subscribe button. Rate and review. Good, bad, or indifferent. You can give me a one star, preferably five. It does help out. Leave a good, kind review as well. But this is Stephen Mielhausen from Las Vegas, and I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. Have a good rest of the day, and take care.